No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not with those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter, the patron saint of podcasting, and I am here with a very confused Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe from the She Lead Showcase, who is now up one more point over Vince in the race for 2023 Pornhub Poppy. Katie, how are you today? good again just a little confused by the intro but it's fine i thought i'd try something new i'm sorry uh and never has our uh disclaimer been more appropriate than for today's episode because we have from the front face lock podcast ryan how you doing man i'm doing fantastic i'm, I'm very happy to be on the show like i said to you earlier um this is the first time i've actually ever been featured on Pornhub. i've obviously been on Pornhub content's a little okay but i'm i'm very happy to be on the show and then featured on pornhub so i could be like i was on pornhub you weren't exactly and we're gonna have a good time man like it's gonna be fun um i'm happy to have you guys on like i told you i've i've listened to you guys you and Vinny are entertaining as hell you mentioned Vinny has still not got the book yet and that's what everyone wants to know so if they're tuning in no Vinny has not got his book yet um what else is new well, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I know this is a weekly uh, wrap-up show, and I, I'm not an AEW fan, as everybody should uh, pop, pop possibly know, but I did watch Rampage tonight, and uh, uh, we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm excited for WrestleMania. I, I got uh, there's theories and stuff. I know it's way off; it's six weeks or whatever away. But uh, you know, it, it's it's been an interesting week in wrestling as I'm sure you know. Yeah. A lot of rumors and everything. So, you know, this is your show. You tell, you tell me, you tell me I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. Well, first and foremost, uh, Cesaro is no longer currently employed by WWE. He allowed his contract to expire. He was offered an extension and declined. It doesn't mean they're not eventually maybe going to come to terms and he might come back. It also means maybe he'll go to new Japan or, like everyone else, go to AEW and, you know, continue to bloat that roster. Let's hope not because it's already way too fucking full. But uh, you guys sad? Do you care that Cesaro's gone? I mean, they weren't using him. And Claudio is so talented. How do you not utilize someone like that? So, honestly, I'm glad he's gone. If he can go perform and perfect everything he's been doing for like 15 years somewhere else let him let him shine the way wwe never really let him do especially in the past few years i actually agree with you 100 i love cesaro i think he was very underutilized 
Um, they were starting to do, they, you know, he had some momentum with uh, Ricochet and the tag team they were doing, but mm-hmm. um, he wasn't, he should have been in the main event picture all the time. He was so mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but here's where the, my issue is going to be. I, I hope he goes to impact. If he goes somewhere else, I hope he goes to impact. I don't want to see him go to ADW like everybody else. Mm-hmm. New Japan, yeah, go to New Japan, whatever, but go to Impact. They need somebody like a Cesaro that is just like a superstar. And I like Impact. I think Impact is probably, to my, in my opinion, the second best company behind WWE. But the same people that come out and go, he wasn't being used correctly, are going to be pissed off when he goes to an AEW or wherever, and then they put him in the mid-card roster, and they, oh, thank God he's here. He lost seven matches in a row. But, yeah, I'm kind of glad he's gone from WWE because, like Katie said, he, he wasn't being used correctly. And they had chances. You know, he won the Andre the Giant. He's had main – I mean, he had that program with Seth going into WrestleMania – I'm pretty sure he wrestled Roman for the title at some point. Like there were chances to put this guy over and do something with him, and they just didn't do it. So, and he should not ever go to AEW. That roster is too fucking full. I talk about it every week now. It's too fucking full. They have over a hundred male superstars, and they're not doing anything with a lot of them. No more. Don't fucking sign anyone. So what we should do is we should brand split AEW and then they're going to they're going to get rid of the brand split in WWE and maybe AEW can fucking do it right since WWE doesn't know how to fucking handle a brand split, which is my biggest goddamn pet peeve with that fucking company, uh, which we'll talk about today. That's that's the only I love WWE, but that's your only issue. Oh, it's not my only issue. It's my biggest. It it, it goes it goes Matt Riddle brand split. And then there's a litany of other things. But those two things his name, too. Control your narrative um, is apparently a company being started by uh, formerly known as Braun Strowman and EC3 because EC3 and Braun thought, hey, when we get released from WWE, everyone's going to want us and they're going to pay us a lot of money. And then they didn't. So like, fuck, let's go do our own thing. And now they're hiring guys like Austin Aries because that's who you want to start a company. So, yeah, Uh, Yeah. MAGA wrestling. 2023 with a soon to be penned TV deal in quotations. It's a Tony Khan deal. I've, I've read that it's a uh, Tony Khan is actually, this is true. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Um, apparently Tony Khan has some, his fingers in it somehow. So that way the, the uh, control your narrative uh, brand can be the forbidden door into AEW and then they can, he can bury them just like he buries every other company <laughs> that he brings in through the forbidden door. But I, I'm, I'm serious. Like I did read that. And uh, I think top rope wrestling just talked about it as well, that it's a Tony Khan deal. It's, it's, it's just him being able to say, Oh, look at all this. I, I have more superstars I can bring onto my roster because nobody watches my stupid show. So look at all the people I can bring on to my show. Tony Khan's a fucking clown. I love this. Sh- I, you know what? I've been on here two minutes, and this is one of my favorite <laughs> shows that I've ever been on, besides my own, obviously. And listen, like, I have, like, not a lot of issues with AEW. Like, I mean, I've got issues, but, like, I don't, like, despise it. Like, I watch it every week, whatever. But, like, I know when shit isn't right. I know when shit doesn't work. Tony Khan is a fucking clown, case point, period. 
He everything he's been. Oh my god, there's so much he has done wrong in the past year and a half, let alone with the beginning of this company. No more. Take the money away from the child because clearly he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with it. He's writing in between his lines, like that's that's how he looks. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Last but not least, we just found out about it uh, like two hours ago, hour and a half ago. Apparently, Vince McMahon is going to be on the Pat McAfee show. Um, Vince doesn't do a lot of radio shows or interviews, uh, at least not lately. And there are a few prolific ones out there where he got really pissed when they started asking about shit. Now, obviously, Pat works for him, so I don't think Pat's going to push his buttons too much. I personally think that what's going to happen is Vince is going to disown Shane and adopt Pat McAfee, and Pat will slowly just kind of take shane's place as his surrogate child good I mean, yeah <laughs> that actually is fucking awesome so sure yeah shane sucked i'm sorry like he did, the coast, <laughs> he did the coast to coast thing that was about it and he got thrown off the cage from braun Strowman. but other than that can you names oh on the kurt angle thing through the glass mm-hmm. what else has shane done he comes uh, out he and this fucking stupid like Shane is popular for the same reason that Jeff Hardy is popular. He climbs up really high stuff and then he falls down. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and that was another piece of news is apparently some kid got a VIP meet and greet with Jeff Hardy at one of his shows and recorded it. And in it, Jeff Hardy said, I'm going to AEW in like really shitty audio that you can barely understand, posted it on his YouTube show and then Matt and Jeff Hardy made their own video where they basically said, fuck you, kid, for ruining this and leaking this shit. You weren't supposed to let it out. Um, spoiling their fun, I guess. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, okay, uh, Katie. No, Jeff came out and uh, clarified. He said, I'm going to go there at some point, hopefully, so the Hardy boys can have a last run. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, 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 like you said, it's like, you fucking spoil that asshole. Like that was probably Tony Khan's big announcement that he was going to have. And he's like, shit. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, let's bring the Bullet Club in. Let's just do something else. Who, 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 he fucked it up for us. But like, it was written on the wall, basically, at this point. Like, Matt Hardy has been teasing it for weeks, like, with everything he's been doing with, like, Private Party and everything. And once Jeff left WWE, everyone's like, oh, okay. Jeff's going to go to AEW. Hardy boys. Like, it was there. I mean, the kid definitely should have done it, but like, kudos to him for doing. It. He said, "Fuck it, here, there's my opportunity. I'm gonna take it." But, but, but let me let me ask you both this. And I, I was a huge Hardy Boys fan, and I love Jeff Hardy. You know, and I love Broken Matt Hardy. It's like my favorite thing ever. But do you give a shit at this point? Do you really care where Jeff Hardy goes? No. So, I loved the Hardy Boys. I specifically loved Matt and Lita. Like. I felt like Jeff had his place. He was the spot guy. Matt Hardy did a lot of these solid in-ring technical stuff. Jeff got tagged in for the hot tags to do his cool falling onto people in various ways, things that he did. I haven't cared about Jeff Hardy in a long time. I haven't understood the hype behind Jeff Hardy. I pitched that if you wanted to make the 24-7 title entertaining again, you should have Jeff Hardy just randomly falling into frame after the people that are running into like trash cans and shit. Yes. Just have him swanton in the frame going after the 24-7 title. I thought that was a perfect place for him. Also, Matt Riddle. You put that man on a scooter, strap the 24-7 title on him, and let him just race through the arena. I only have to see him for two minutes every show. Perfectly fine with me. 
Damn. <laughs> well, you're you're exactly right. Like I love the Hardy Boys. I, they were one of my favorite tag teams, and I love Broken Matt Hardy and, and Brother Nero and Obsolete Mule and all this stuff. My fucking Twitter handle is Obsolete Mule. Like I loved it, but gives a shit anymore. He was going to bring Will of the Wisp to WWE and fight uh, Roman Reigns. Who cares? <laughs> he can't do the spots. He was on the heart, the uh, the Austin podcast where he said, I can't do the things I did anymore. I'm trying to make a new character. Well, then we don't like you anymore. We liked what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's past its prime now. Like, I don't care. I mean, sure. Give me one more match with the heart, like the Hardy Boys as a team. That's fine. But then I don't care. And I love Matt, but his legs have always been fucking janky and that dude can barely fucking move. Like I see him trying to get up onto the apron as a manager and dude, he Rick Flair moves faster than Matt Hardy does at this point. Like it's sad. And that's Terrible. without the Viagra. Um, <laughs> all right, Ryan, where would you like to start raw NXT SmackDown rampage or dynamite? I did not watch NXT. I will be honest. And I don't watch dynamite, but I I'd like to, I watched raw. I always watch raw. So if you want to start with Raw, I'd love to start with Raw. All right. Um, and the nice thing about this show is I'm going to tell you everything that happened. So even if you didn't watch it, you could just tell us, hey, that sounded fucking stupid. Or I really like the sound of that. Like I, I read up on it. You know, the shows I don't watch, I'll read up on it. But, you know, I can't, you know, I work and I can't watch everything. And yeah, I hear you. Um, all right. Monday Night Raw. We kick it off with a Brock promo. Uh, Paul interrupts and Brock tells him he better stay on the ramp. Paul says there's a roadblock in Brock's way before uh the title at mania and at madison square garden he's gonna face bobby lashley who apparently is from what i heard out with a shoulder injury that he needed surgery on so i don't see that happening yeah Yeah. um and if lashley can't go he'll make sure it's a main event worthy opponent brock calls paul a dick uh which is the first of two times this week that i really enjoyed and then informs him friday he's coming to smackdown because again brand splits don't fucking matter Sure. Uh, we got a KO and Seth interview. Uh, their mania path is through the tag division for the tag titles now. And if they beat RK bro, they get added to the tag team title match later on tonight. Um, Street Profits lose to Alpha Academy. Champa has an interview, says turnabout's fair play. Dolph showed up at my house and fucked my wife. So I'm going to show up at his house and fuck his wife. And then Champa and Balor end up defeating Rudolph. Um, Ms. TV, Ms. teases Cody. And instead we get fucking logan paul uh ray and dom come out Ms. questions whether dom deserves to be here if his daddy just got him the job we all know the answer to that uh logan paul shows up um oh i've got a uh, that's right so i got this in the pictures where's this at logan paul coming out instead of cody rhodes with all the teasing Ms. did is like my vibrator dying before i come fucking let down from at Raven's Blood 5220 was my favorite tweet from Monday Night Raw. And I told her I was going to quote Twitter in the podcast. So, yes, uh, 100% agree. Like, it was trash. Uh, Logan Paul does the sloppiest, worst, most dangerous looking skull crushing finale I have ever seen in my life. Uh, we got an Alpha Academy interview. They aren't happy about Seth and KO being added to the match. No fucking shit. Uh, they're still going to win, though. Rhea defeats Nikki Cross because that's still fucking going on. Uh, we need a new position. This missionary is getting old, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Priest defeats Shelton Benjamin because they're still the Hurt Business somehow, even though they're not the Hurt Business anymore. 
and they're just there to job. Um, we got a post-match promo from Priest. He wants his next opponent to be world championship caliber next week for the title and outcomes former universal champion and NXT two-time champion Finn Balor. Uh, we got a Reggie promo 24 seven nonsense is suspended till after the promo. He's basically like, listen, Dana, I was trying to get into your pants. And when you said, no, all bets were off. Fuck you. I took the title. I'm sorry. And then he pretends like he's going to lay down and let her pin him. She tries twice. He kicks out the third time she makes out with him and leaves more powder on his face than Tony Khan after writing a show. Um, Tazawa comes in for the title. Uh, with truth, Tamina ends up getting on the apron, gets knocked off, and then Tazawa goes into her arms. He goes for a kiss, too, and she drops him. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Uh, Bianca promo. She talks redemption at Mania. Becky comes out. They argue about who did Mania better. Was it Becky's terrible main event? That was the first ever main event, or Bianca's really, really fucking good match in the main event? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Becky blames Bianca for fans turning on her because it's her fault that you were a dick. And then uh, Bianca says she's going to make Becky the victim. Then out comes Dewdrop. Bianca defeats Dewdrop. We got an Edge promo. He talks about mania uh, and makes an open challenge. Hoping for fucking AJ. Hoping gonna for be, fucking It's going to be AJ. And then in our main event, RK <clears throat> blows, loses to Seth and KO and makes it a triple threat match. Now, I really want that Kevin Owens stone cold thing to happen. So I don't necessarily know that I want Seth and KO to win this and be in a tag team. You want the arc, the uh, Kevin Owens and stone cold match. Absolutely. Yes. I'm going to disagree with you here. And, and we did our live stream um, a couple weeks ago or week last week, whatever the hell it was. We, you know, I, I love stone cold. He's one of my, he's go top five. And Katie, I'm sorry, you know, I I, I, I ran, I'm sorry. Um, I love Stone Cold, top five goat all time. He's 20 years past his prime. I want to see him as a special guest referee where he KOs, you know, he, uh, he stuns KO. I don't want to see him in a match because he left on his terms. You remember him as he is. If he comes out, it's going to be like Goldberg and Lesnar at WrestleMania when Stone Cold was the ref and everybody's in the book because it's not going to be the same, you know, put him in the match somehow, but don't make him the main thing. So here, my thought process on it is, is I want like what we got with John Cena and Undertaker when they did their WrestleMania match, where after all the shit in Saudi happened, John Cena came out, sold his ass off. I trust the shit out of Kevin Owens to make Stone Cold look as good as possible. Yeah. It was a short match. It made him look good. And that was, that was all that needed to be done. So I'm not saying I want to see these guys go out there for 25 minutes because Austin isn't going to be able to go. But if you go in, we get a good Luthez press, we get a good stunner, some selling from KO, maybe, you know, a stunner from KO and a kick out from Austin, stuff like that. I'd enjoy it. I wouldn't mind getting one last match where we know it's Stone Cold's last match, unlike what we got where no one knew he was gone and then poof, he just disappeared. If that if that was the case, absolutely. But Stone Cold has said you should lose on your last match. Yeah. And yeah, maybe he puts Kevin Owens over, and that sells more of KO Stunner. I don't know that I want to, and I will agree with you there. I don't know that I want to see Stone Cold lose if he comes back. So that's a good point. 
Um, what are we swallowing for Monday Night Raw? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let Kate talk because I, I I've been I've been doing a lot of talking. Um, I'm gonna swallow Bianca and Dewdrop because Bianca's a fucking beast. Bianca, like she's incredible and i am amazed every time she steps in the ring like everything about her is incredible i love bianca and i love that she's it's like the four horsewomen like and then oscar and bianca are like the next like tier if you want to call it that like they've elevated themselves out of like the women's division and like bumped themselves up to that level so proud as fuck of Bianca and I can't wait for her to win her title bag at Mania because that's what she fucking deserves because I witnessed her losing at SummerSlam and that was some bullshit and I'm still mad about it yeah you were there live <laughs> I was there live yes um, I, actually, I actually love the uh, Finn Balor Ciampa tag team angle yep. I think that was phenomenal I was not expecting to see Finn show up when they you know they're doing the stupid backstage interview and then Finn walks into the frame. Like that's a great tag team. And if you want to get Ciampa over on the main roster, what a better person than Finn Bauer to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was a damn good match. I mean, obviously Ziggler and Bobby Roode can go. Um, I refuse to call them the dirty dogs. I will call them Rudolph till the end of time. Uh, Cause I think the dirty dogs is the dumbest fucking tag team name. And, I think you guys talked about all of the stupid tag team names that are out there. Um, heavy machinery and cause Vinny had a couple good ones that he, he ran by you that you didn't enjoy, but uh... <laughs> he always does always. Vinny loves to get me worked up and I love to get him worked up. Uh, I'm also going to swallow edges promo. Like mm-hmm. we all are pretty sure it's going to be AJ. We want it to be AJ. It's going to be AJ, but it was, it was, I mean, edge doing edge and no one does edge better than edge it was entertaining as shit and it got me hyped for whoever comes out like am i the only one that looked at edge though and said dude your hair is starting to look a little fucked and i'm not one to talk i'm going bald but his hair is looking a little wiry and it's like oh don't do close-ups anymore like just have this hard cam and, and and stop showing the hair right up front because it, it's starting to look like you know uh the mother from psycho norma bates yes i was gonna say that helps with him being like especially when he does promos like that and he's like he's showing the intensity and the craziness in him so i think if they do that and like and he keeps that then fuck yeah keep his hair like that he looks insane i'll believe it i'll believe anything that man says when he's talking (laughs) like that i'll be like all right here whatever whatever you want you got it jesus oh and i'm gonna (sighs) swallow the fact that riddle lost because riddle lost and that is always a swallow for me and if you don't know if you're new if you're a listener of the front face lock podcast you're like why the fuck does this guy hate riddle well if you look at my fucking name and you see how fucking similar they are i have been tagged as matt riddle in so many fucking hate tweets towards this guy someone threatened to castrate me because they thought i was matt riddle and then when i told them i wasn't matt riddle they blocked me um and also the stupid stoner like parody gimmick that they've made him from nxt i just i I hate it it's it's not for me the the california surfer stoner bullshit just does not appeal to me i get that people love it and if you love it that's cool that's fine there are things 
I love that other people fucking hate. Most people hate. I'm cool with that. Do your thing. But uh, yeah, no, fuck Matt Riddle forever. And MSK because they were with Matt Riddle. And So you're saying you don't like when he flips his uh, flip-flops yeah. off and the, the, the peacocks fly out, the birds just fly out? I would like it more if he kicked his sandals off and little cocks flew out like cocks with wings little little cock little cock yeah. wings yes i would enjoy that that i might get behind <laughs> um are we swallowing anything else from raw i mean finn Balor coming out with damien priest i mean for sure i mm-hmm. like damien priest but they're like when he first came out he almost was like a um baron corbin lone wolf when he first came out like he had mm-hmm. that aura to him and now he's got the two sides and the two personalities. And in the same way, they've kind of made Baron Corbin kind of like a Diamond Dallas Page, I was poor and now I'm not poor kind of character. Mm-hmm. They're kind of doing the same with, with Damien Priest in the, in the sense that, not in the same vein, but in the sense that, oh, well, we had this awesome character. And now we're going to change it to something that, everybody can relate with oh i got two personalities and he's got to do this now and i can't do it because i'm you know fat but you know it, it's like okay you go great you won the u.s champ- i liked it when you won the u.s championship I, I don't hate you know damien priest but all right enough already you're 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 like too good of a goody goody oh but i have a dark side finn bauer coming out that's a good like oh it's the demon who <laughs> lost that last match with the rope breaking, which we'll never get over, versus Damien Priest's other personality. And you can actually play off that and work on that for months if they did it right. The Demon versus the Damien. Um, yes. Spo- uh, it, it's my fault that they changed Damien Priest. I, like, I truly believe it's my fault that they changed Damien Priest's gimmick. Motherfucker! I, listen, <laughs> I hated him shooting fake arrows. It drove me fucking insane. I complained about it every week, and now and then, this is what we got. And I, I almost kind of regret it because everything else about the character was fantastic. All I wanted you guys to do was stop making him shoot fake arrows. Like keep him the way he was. Just stop with the archer bullshit. Yeah. And instead, we got this. So it's on me. Um, I'm do also you and gonna... Kenny. Do you and Kenny always fucking do this? You Thanks say a lot, shit, Matt Ritter. You you say shit or you tweet shit and then you're complaining. You're like something needs to change, and then it does. And it's always and it's, worse. And it's always worse. So fuck you and fuck Kenny. I only kind of even know Kenny. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna swallow the Brock promo specifically for the fact that he tried to do the Paul Heyman thing and then he squeaked his voice on his last name, which made me chuckle because I did not think that Brock Lesnar could get his voice that high. So, He's done it before. I enjoyed that. Um, and also at this point, I just can't give any more energy to this brand. Like they don't give a fuck. And if they don't give a fuck, I can't continue to sit here and be upset about it. Like I'm just so drained after this last year of this dumb shit that they've done where people just show up whenever the fuck they want, but we still do drafts and shit. And now going into mania, it's since going into Royal rumble, it's just been terrible. So like, uh, you beat me down. You beat me into submission, WWE. I give up. Fuck it. Fine. Do whatever the fuck you want. Don't make any goddamn sense. So, um, all right. What are we spitting for Monday Night Raw? Other than 
I think unanimously spitting Logan Paul. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like we wish his mother had. <clears throat> I, yeah, twice with the fucking brother too. Whatever yeah. the fuck his name is, Jake. Does it matter? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a woman who needed to learn how to swallow. The only thing I will give Miz, and I, I, I've said this so many times, I'm not a Miz fan. I respect Miz for doing what he's done for 20 some odd years. 204 is uh, when he was in the uh, Tough Enough, so almost 20 years. He, they're making a big deal that Dominic and uh, Ray are honoring Eddie Guerrero, who's you know legendary. The Miz is doing Eddie Guerrero by getting Dom kicked out every week, but with the, you know, throwing the chair and then throwing himself in the stairs. Like, so the Miz is doing the Eddie Guerrero gimmick. Mm-hmm. So I respect that about Miz, but then, you know, he teases Cody and everybody thinks he's going to be Cody. And he actually, if you listen, the crowd kind of almost chants Cody and then they kind of boo and he almost lost the crowd for a second. But then, oh, you're bringing out Logan Paul. Okay, yeah, you're doing it for the ratings. I get, you know, mm-hmm. same reason why they did Johnny Knoxville tonight, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which Matt also predicted, so that's Matt's fault. Uh, <clears throat> hey, listen, I just said we know where this is going. It was very clear to me where this was going. They put the belt. Well, we'll talk about it on SmackDown. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to spit. Uh, where was I? I was just, oh, Rhea and Nikki, because why the fuck is this still going on? I love Rhea Ripley. There's so much more we could do with her. Nikki, you need to figure out where the fuck this character is going, whether she's going to stay a delusional wannabe superhero or if she's just going to turn into a full blown villain. Uh, and you know, wear dark colors and the same outfit, but go black, like whatever the case is, I do not need to see those two wrestle again for a very long time the way they are. We've seen it so many times. Rhea just keeps beating her and beating her. It's not like a best of seven series. There's no payoff for either of them in this. Like, let's just end it. Great. Yeah. If they brought it back to Nikki Cross and made her a little nuts, like back in the days of sanity, then maybe I'd be interested in the match. But Nikki Ash, like, eh, all right, we get get it. And like, listen, I love me some Rhea Ripley. Because Jesus fucking Christ, that is a beautiful woman. But like, wh- I'm over this. What? Why are you looking at me like this? I just, I know you like to come on this show because this is where you just thirst over everyone. In between Rhea, Zaya, Nikita Lyons, like you've had. How is Shotzi Blackheart's name not mentioned there? Because Shotzi's my fucking girl. I that's, love Shotzi. That's Matt's, we will talk about that's, that. That's, that's, oh, that's I, Matt's. I, I, I give. I give. I love Shotzi, but like that's Matt's girl. Like I, I respect. We'll fight over that shit, and we're both fat guys. We'll have a good fight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys have fun. It won't last long because you smoke and I've been back smoking, so we'll both be out of breath pretty quick. But yeah, exactly. It'll be fun for the 15 20 seconds that it lasts. Yeah, exactly. There you go. (laughs) But no, I'm. I agree. Like I'm over this Nikki Rhea bullshit. Let, let Rhea do have a fu- have a fucking feud with Rhea and Alexa. I'd be down with that. Anything, anything else, I'm done with Nikki. Make her a heel. Make her like the Joker. Make her fucking batshit crazy. Put her in a stable with Alexa and have her go switch back to Nikki Cross. Make her a little crazy. Her and Alexa then bring Liv Morgan into the fray. 
girl from Jersey, yeah. love her. She grew up two towns over from me. Bring her in the fray because she has that whole let's play gimmick. Then you got a good, like, crazy woman stable that would work. There you go. There you go. Anything, anything else. All right. Monday Night Raw overall spitter swallow. I think I'll, I think I'll swallow wrong. Okay. I think I'll take it on the face. <laughs> you know that. So normally, normally, if we're undecided, we go gargle undecidedly. But I think take it on the face would fit like right in the middle there too. Eh, same thing. So I like that one too. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it on the face because I didn't hate it. It wasn't the worst raw, but it, it wasn't bad. Mm, I right. love this and show. <laughs> you know what? I may agree with you on that. I think I might take it on the face as well. Nothing. I just gave you guys a new fucking catchphrase. You did, and we appreciate. Yeah, I feel, That's I I feel like I on. haven't heard that one. I've heard some fucking weird ones on here. Oh, we've talked about snowballing. We've talked about all sorts of fun shit and different. That's my favorite part of this is the spitter swallow is the unique and entertaining ways. And it's always guys. And it's always like straight guys who come up with the most unique and entertaining ways to talk about how they would take it in the mouth or on the face or all of these things. So I mean, just not look at it. Like if you listen to me and Vinny, we talk about dick sucking to the point where we've had people on the show that go, you guys talk a lot about dick sucking. We're like, yeah, so and like we had brian clark on the show and we told him he was the biggest dick sucker in wcw history and he told us it was disco inferno so <laughs> we, we, we you know you want to talk dick sucking jokes you guys are always welcome on our show to talk <laughs> dick sucking jokes hell yeah uh where are we going next nxt smackdown rampage dynamite like I said, I didn't watch NXT or uh, Dynamite, but, but I will. I've read up on it. So if you want to talk about it, I will be right there with you. All right, we'll go NXT. Uh, we kick it off with the Big Booty Breaker Champion promo. Says so he's going to walk into and out of Stand and Deliver as champ. Dolph comes out, tells Braun he might not make it to Stand and Deliver as champion. Braun wants to fight right now. Dolph says he's the biggest star in the building, so he's going to give Braun the night off. Uh, Knight loses to Aussie Paul uh, Waller and then uh, ends up getting the last laugh by dropping Waller after the match. Uh, Dakota and Wendy are together in the Dusty and Dakota is not happy. She's like, what What the fuck are you doing? She goes, oh, yeah, I, I talked to people, made a tag team. She goes, you do realize like I have a terrible history with tag team partners, right? And she's like, yeah, no, it'll be fine. It's cool. Like, don't worry about it. She goes, Oh, maybe she likes. And again, starts talking to the ghost of Tegan Knox. Like, well, she likes me. Maybe like, maybe we could be friends. And then the ghost of Tegan Knox, like, no kill her. So <laughs> in her head, um, Dakota tells the ghost of Tegan Knox that maybe it can be different this time, but probably not. Uh, we got Cora and giant Gonzalez doing unconventional training in trees, uh, for their match coming up. Um, Seeing as Jan Gonzalez is as big and wide as a tree, uh, I'm surprised she was able to get up one. Uh, Cora is slowly forcing herself continually on Gonzalez. Uh, today, they're in the trees. Tomorrow, they're scissoring. Um, we'll see what happens. We've got a toxic attraction interview. Oh, look, you're just like the acclaimed. <laughs> uh, we got a toxic attraction interview. Toxic attraction has a lounge where they're going to watch the tournament for the Dusty Cup. Uh, JC says Cora and Gonzalez are wasting their time training. 
Mandy says Kaylee Ray and EO went to the Dusty because they knew that while she was champ, they had no chance of winning the title. Uh, Kaylee Ray and EO defeat Amari Miller and Lash Legend. Dante Chen has an interview. Uh, he says Duke can't sweep Persia off her feet if Duke takes out all three, or if he takes out all three of Duke's legs at once. So, uh, Brooks and Dunn try to film a dating video. Um, Brooks is basically used as useless as a W. Uh, wow, cannot get my words out. Brooks is as useless as a double amputee in a finger fucking contest when it comes to picking up women. Okay. Um, the guy has no game and he just keeps fucking up and fucking up. And then we find out later when, who is this woman? Who is this bartender? I don't know. So there, there's this woman who is just hanging around them that I'm sure is going to be a part of their little group. And of course, a new wrestler for NXT. Uh, she's like, Hey, I can just make you like a fucking Tinder profile or grinder, whatever you're into. Like we can get this done. Just give me a picture. I'll set it up. And he's like, well, why am I making this video? And he's like, bro, actually, I, I kind of just like watching you fail. Like it brings enjoyment to my life. And I understand that energy as a friend. So I, I am fully with Dunn on this one. Um, I call them Brooks and Dunn because they're country and Brooks and Dunn. Um, Duke defeats Dante Chen. So I guess he didn't sweep him off all three legs. Duke was sta still standing on one. We got the Melibration says he beat everyone, so he's going to relax for WrestleMania weekend. He ain't doing shit. Uh, then Skeet Dunn uh, disagrees, says you haven't beat me yet, wants a shot next week. Uh, Trick's like, no, we're not doing that. And Carmelo's like, no, 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 it's cool. You know what? I'm a fighting champion. I'll give it to you. And then in comes Cameron Grimes, who just apparently doesn't know when to quit, takes out both Trick and Carmelo. We got a match. Trick loses to Grimes. Uh, Champa says... Uh, he's not necessarily done with Braun, despite, you know, the whole thing with Dolph and the championship and him showing up on Raw. So, yeah, you're fucking done. Uh, we got another Nikita Koloff promo before her match. So that was that was fun. Um, Andre Chase teaches kids what it's like to have a small dick and big balls. That was the lesson. Um, I can Nikita, attest to that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Nikita, I, sorry, sorry. You're good. You're good. Uh, Nikita defeats Kayla Inlay in her debut match, and the internet went wild. Um, yeah. Persia and Duke make out in the locker room. Indy catches them, says, Ew, that's gross. So Persia leaves, and Duke's like, You say it's gross now, but you didn't mind it before. And she goes, Well, you know, let's let's keep the past in the past. Like, old dick is old dick. Meanwhile, Dexter's just standing there listening and looks very hurt to find out that he is not the first person to be inside Indy. Um, okay. And then Duke says, it doesn't have to be old news anymore. And then Dexter leaves. Uh, Prehistoric Paul and Robert Stone have a promo that I didn't pay attention to because I don't give two fucks about Von Wagner. Uh, we got a Diamond Mine promo. Bivens puts over the creeds, says Imperium's basically full of shit. Then they come out. Imperium tells Bivens, show them some respect. And then he starts calling him Gunna instead of Gunther. Um, they brawl. Bivens is all alone with Gunther and in comes Solo Sokoa and wipes out Walter. That is the match that I want to fucking see. That I, that I cannot wait for. Um, the bar, uh, we talked about that. Uh, Casey and Caden stopped doing party drugs and listening to EDM long enough to have a match and won, which was fucking great. They defeated Ivy Nile and Paxley. Um, then Nile beat the shit out of her tag team partner afterwards. Because fuck you for losing, I guess. Like, 
Uh, Sokoa has an interview, says next week he's going to fight Gunther. Bivens tries to thank him. He's like, dude, I didn't do that shit for you. Like, I just came out there to whoop that guy's ass. Like, you just happened to be there. Go away. Uh, Champa loses in the main event to Ziggler because Robert Roode is dressed as a cameraman. Clocks Champa while the ref's back is turned checking on Dolph. And then after the match, Rudolph stomps Champa. Braun comes down to make the save, challenges him next week to a tag team match. And then Braun, because apparently this week, well, normally NXT 2.0, everyone's trying to fuck. This week on NXT, everyone loves balls. That might be the title of the episode. Everyone loves I think balls. it has to be. I think it has to be the title. Well, the title. you've got Andre Chase talking about balls. Now, Braun's like, find your balls and we can fight. And then they start fighting. So, like, NXT 2.0, everyone loves balls. Uh, what are we swallowing from the show? I'm swallowing uh, Solo and fucking Walter Gunther, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Like, that, that is big, meaty men slapping meat that I cannot wait to see. I have been really high on Solo Sokoa. I really like that he's not doing the whole I'm an Uso thing. Like, he's doing his own thing. I really yeah. hope that translates when they go over to the main roster. You're funny. I really hope so. Um, you're, you're funny. <laughs> him and Gunther beating the dog shit out of each other. Like, hopefully he doesn't, you know, burn himself again. So Gunther doesn't slap him so hard his prosthetic falls off. <laughs> uh, no, that's like, that's the match I want at Stand and Deliver. Like, that's a mania match, like mania weekend match right there. So they better fucking do it. Do it right. <laughs> Just from what you said, I'm gonna swallow the the Champa and and Breaker versus the Dirty Dolls or Rudolph as you call them. Uh, Rudolph is that? Did I get that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Um, just because that's giving some credibility to Braun Breaker, who they're gonna bring up at some point. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a Steiner. Yeah. Um, so that's giving him some credibility. That's giving him some like you know, oh, okay, this guy can fucking work. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one in the throat. Okay. Um, oh, Nikita Lyons. Like, so there Nikita Lyons is very, very divided. So our buddy Warren Hayes is like, can she wrestle? I was not impressed. She didn't do a whole lot. You talked about how everyone's like, well, we've seen people do the splits leg drop thing before. Yeah. And then there's the rest of us. We're like, holy shit. She's built like a fucking brick house. Did you see all that ass? And then she <laughs> dropped it on that girl's face and I might've come. So I did. Okay. You have you have you have the two trains of thought. Um Warren Warren did bring this up on a show. He talked about how Jade was very, very green, but she has gotten better. I have faith that WWE will work with Nikita and any shortcomings she may have, they're going to hide on 2.0, and she will probably also get better. So (laughs) I'm leaning more towards hoping for the future and swallowing as much of Nikita Lions as I can. There's gonna be leftovers, that's a lot to swallow but I'll try to get as much in it as I can. So she's a five course meal. Man. You can't swallow that all. That's, that's, I'm in, a, that's a Thanksgiving uh, dinner right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking true. Listen, she's built like a Mortal Kombat character. I don't understand. God damn it. I love her. <laughs> I, 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 I saw the memes and I went back and I watched the <laughs> match. Right. And I, I actually watched the match like an hour or so ago. And you know she's not bad. She's not. Yeah, she's not bad. She's not terrible. She's gr- she's definitely green. Yeah. But you know her her finishing move. The, what she finished with was the 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 spin kick, and it was like all right, yeah, don't work on that. 
And the slip thing, it's like, okay, that was, you know, that was for show. But she's definitely got talent. She's definitely a good-looking woman. Um, I would let her sit right here yeah. everywhere. And, uh, you know, if anything came out, and it's just like, okay, that's fine. Um, but, it, you know, I don't think – I wouldn't put her in a – oh, put her up at the main roster now. No, 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 no. But, Hell no. It's like, okay, give her a couple, you know, opening matches, big car matches, and then eventually she could sit on my face. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, put, you know, main event. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, is it? Is it really? Eh, eh. Do you think I'm like this because I get a lot of women like that that, you know, sit on my face? No, I get this because I don't. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure you've, you're either married or have at least been divorced nope. once. Nope. No, really? No. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Once. Does this look like the face of a man who would, a woman would marry? <laughs> He's, you're from Jersey. Yes, I 100% fit. I also opened this bottle at the beginning of SmackDown, and I'm already halfway through it. Do Listen, you think a woman's going to marry me? Somebody sat on Nick Gage's face. You absolutely Back should not have a problem. from Camden. A true crack whore with no teeth. I can marry one of them. I have a little bit of standards. I'm just <laughs> if someone sat on a gauge's face, I don't see you having a problem. That's all I was saying. I mean, I've had women sit on my face. Sometimes it costs me some money, but I have standards, sort of. Oh fuck. Where are you guys from, by the way? You guys know I'm from where are you guys from? Chicago. Uh you can't see it, but it says welcome to Chicago on that sign back there. Uh, I'm from Pittsburgh. All right. So uh, I, I don't mind the Cubs. Fuck the Blackhawks and uh, the Bears. I don't mind Pittsburgh. Uh, your quarterback was a rapist. I know. And uh, the uh, Penguins. He's not a quarterback anymore, but yes. Well, he was a rapist for, you know, he's well, still a rapist. Very true. He's st- I, st- I'm just saying he's not a quarterback anymore. Oh, but you're right, 100% a rapist. No, he is. Uh, I am a Sox fan because I grew up on the South side. So I, I don't even give a shit about the Cubs. And. The Bears can't bother you because they haven't fucking won since 1985. So, like, they're not hurting anybody. They're just I'm a, I'm a Bills fan, so, you know. Oh, no. We knew a guy who was a huge Bills fan. He was a pain oh, in the fucking ass. no. We, we, uh, it, it was a whole bad thing. Um, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I, I don't want mafia. any more PTSD, you know, thank you. Yeah. If I never hear the words Bills Mafia again in my life, <laughs> I'll be happy. I didn't, I didn't say Bills Mafia. I just said I I'm a Bills fan. I know. Uh, so, <clears throat> I knew that was coming. I'm in. I'm leaving the call. <laughs> I'm also going to swallow Dakota and Wendy because I, I really like swallow my beer because you made me laugh. <laughs> I'm going to swallow Dakota and Wendy because I think it's going to be fun. Like I think those are two characters that yep. are going to play well together. It's going to be entertaining. I don't see them really going anywhere. They're not going to win the Dusty Cup, but it's going to be a fun thing to do. You've got Wendy and her PJs wrestling and doing her version of OC. You've got fucking the ghost of Tegan Knox talking to Dakota, making her do mean, evil, crazy things. Like, am I? Oh, maybe it's not the ghost of Tegan Knox. Maybe it's the ghost of Tegan's knees. <laughs> You're douchebag. Stop it. I hate you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swallow with you, man. I'm gonna, you know, you can have half of it. I'll have half of it. We'll swallow it together. Listen, I see. He, he's a man of quality taste. He has a Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster back there and a Clockwork Orange poster back there. I believe Fight Club as well. Hard to see. And it's a little dark. Re- another Reservoir Dogs and then a yep. Freddy vs. Jason. 
and see Freddie versus Jason, which brings me to my point. Tegan's knees are like Jason. They die, but they keep coming back. So like <laughs> Freddie's better. That's the point. Yeah, I know. I, I see your can't care so like shit back there. <laughs> but I mean, what you don't see there, there is a Jason one that I had to take down or, or a Freddie one that I had to take down. And I'm more of a Michael Myers guy than anything else. No, I'll, I'll put Michael Myers second. It's Freddie, Michael, Jason. Yeah. Uh, this is for another podcast. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like her, her knees die and come back, die and come back. And right now they're gone. So it's the ghost of her knees. Like it is what it is. Uh, we swallowed anything else from NXT. You, you, I'm surprised you haven't swallowed Carmelo Hayes. I was I was about to. So uh-huh, yeah. thank you. You look, like, you look like you were about to. You're like, oh, Carmelo Hayes. I fucking love Carmelo Hayes. I like Carmelo Hayes too. Yeah. And like every, I'm glad that like he is one of like the few people who can go on the mic and can go in the ring because like sometimes it's just one or the other. But like Melo is one where everything he says on the mic, like you're like, yeah, okay, I believe everything you're saying. And then he goes in the ring. He's fucking fantastic. So I love Carmelo. I love him and Trick together. They're fantastic. Do you, do you think you could swallow Carmelo Hayes? I am not answering that question. Oh, I, I, I thought that was uh, okay. I mean, that was something I would ask my co-host. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I just wanted to know if you could actually swallow Carmelo Hayes. <sighs> I don't know that she's necessarily offended. I just don't think that's information she wants out for the internet public to... Yeah, I'm not offended. That's that is private knowledge. <laughs> Matt knew what he had when he when he when he asked me to be on. Just he he researched. Oh, it. <laughs> oh, I, I and I warned. warned her. I was warned. Don't so, worry. Um, are we? Swan, anything else? Mm, I mean, toxic attraction because we didn't. Oh, yeah. I love I love all three of them. Oh. Yeah. Especially Gigi. I can't believe Gigi dated fucking Darby. Uh, Darby Allen. What was she thinking? Was she drugged? Did something happen? Were they childhood friends? Did she owe him money? Why the hell would they ever be together? I mean, when he was homeless, she was, or he was homeless when they got together, I guess. And then she, like, he stayed with her. They were engaged. I think they were married. That's what it was. It's the sad puppy dog syndrome. She yes. found a sad puppy out in the rain and she brought him in and took care of him and then fell in love with it. And he just shat all over her carpet and pissed on her bed. And then finally she had to put him down. Thankfully, but he's still alive. Yeah, well, like Jason. On occasion. Um, I'm going to spit prehistoric Paul. Von Wagner, Robert Stone. I, I just, I don't care. I don't give a flying fuck about Ancient Andy anymore. I never did. Let's be real. I hate, I don't, I don't care anymore. You'd think with all the names that we've come up for with this guy, like we'd actually like him, but no, we just no. try and find BC Bob, Ancient Andy, Prehistoric Paul. And Von Wagner, I'm sorry. He's a white, great colleague. That's exactly what he looks like. And he's got a dent in his forehead, which is kind of weird. He looks like a caveman. He looks like caveman Carl. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, anything hmm. else we're spitting? Uh, Dante Chen versus Duke Hudson. Like, again, I don't know if I'm a spit. I just didn't really care. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm spitting anything else. Everything else was kind of just either there or just don't really care. All right. NXT overall, spit or swallow? Swallow. Yeah, I'm going to swallow. You know what? Fine, I'll swallow too. Well, let's bang out Dynamite since you didn't watch that one, and then we'll be done with the shows that you did not see this week. Uh, Tag Team Battle Royal kicks it off. This was a sloppy-ass Battle Royal. I'm not going to lie. Red Dragon ends up winning. The Young Bucks are pissed because Kyle threw Matt out when his back was turned. Uh, Adam Page comes down to get revenge on Red Dragon, starts beating the shit out of him, and the Young Bucks just kind of let him do the thing. Like, hey, you know what? You you tossed this out. Fuck you guys. Have fun with Hangman. Uh, Adam Cole comes down for the champ. He catches an ass whooping too. Red Dragon saves him from a buckshot. And then Tiny Hands serves up Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly gets one because Tiny Hands is basically just like there for Adam Page to do whatever. Uh, story time with Adam Page, where we actually got a fucking story. <laughs> I see Adam Cole sitting over there in the corner. I know he exists. This man comes out and says story time with Adam Cole and then cuts a fucking promo that is not a story every week almost. Hangman had a fucking story and I'm very proud of him for that. So and that's why I tweeted really it because I know you'd be happy. Uh, he's going to beat Cole with the buckshot and it's going to go <laughs> boom. Uh, we got a Brian Danielson interview. Uh, says Garcia reminds him of himself. Garcia needs mentors, not 2.0. It says he'll ask for Mox's answer or he's going to answer Mox's request for the blood for uh, blood transfusion after the match. So we'll find out about that. Uh, we got a promo from MJF that was, I mean, obviously it's a fucking setup. Obviously it's to get in CM Punk's head, but the man, if, if you didn't know any better and you hadn't been, like, he might've convinced you maybe this is the real MJF. Maybe this is a little bit of the real him on the inside. He didn't because he sucks. And I saw the promo. He sucks. He's, I'm sorry. MJF sucks. He's not good. Oh, he stays in character all the time. Fuck MJF. He, he's gar. Oh, I wear a scarf. Like, you know, and I come out and I give everybody the finger and I kiss my ring and I had a one tear coming down. Fuck MJF. He's garbage. He's fucking garbage. I fucking took a shit 20 minutes earlier that actually cut a better promo than MJF. It went, don't flush me down the toilet. I'm a, and I said, nope. And I thought that was a better promo than anything MJF has ever cut. I fucking hate MJF. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> you guys just, just look, you're like. Well, so <laughs> I'm going from that to. So he talked about how he had learning disabilities. <laughs> I don't care. He doesn't have uh, learning disabilities. How he was bullied and pelted with quarters because he was Jewish and pick him up, Jew boy. Uh, he became a wrestler to be like CM Punk, but then CM Punk left. So he decided he's going to be the best in the world despite CM Punk. Uh, Punk ends up coming out with no mic. Uh, MJF is all chapped ass and red eyed. Punk's like, is it true? Is, is what you're saying true? And he's got the little tear. And then he leaves and Punk just sits there and he has nothing to say. I don't know, know. Like, you know why that's bullshit? Because there's a picture of MJF giving the finger to a quadriplegic. Okay. It's like, oh, you were bullied. So you're going to give the finger in your character to a quadriplegic. Okay. You were bullied. 
well, you just fucking gave the finger to a quadriplegic, so you're just as big of a piece of shit as everybody who bullied you. Nobody fucking threw change at him saves Jewish. Where did he fucking grow up? Like, really? Well, I mean, isn't he, where is he from? I think he's, is he from Jersey or is he from Staten Island? If he's from Staten Island, half half of Staten Island is Jewish. Like, he didn't get bullied in Staten Island. It's Italian and Jewish there. (laughs) Fucking 20 miles from my house. They didn't get fucking bullied there. Fuck him. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good story. I like that CM Punk created the monster that is MJF is the way they're going. So I'm curious to see how this plays out. But like I said, and as you said, he is a piece of shit, though. Like, he is a terrible, awful piece of shit. And that's the thing is, we're going to see how big of a piece of shit he is coming out of the back end of this. Um, 2.0 does an interview where they're really, really upset that Daniel Bryan told the truth about how useless they are and how they're holding Daniel Garcia back. They did not like that. They were very upset. Uh, Kings of the Black Throne lose to the Death Triangle. We got the debut of Penta Dark or Penta Oscuro. Um, I put Obscuro and I was correct. You were close. All right. Uh, had a dope entrance. I thought it was cool. Malachi ends up getting stopped by Penta before the miss. Penta like makes Malachi swallow. Shout out to our show. Um, <laughs> Brody King ends up dropping Penta and Pac after the match. I kind of wish Brody King was that badass during the match as he was when he beat the shit out of two guys by himself after the match, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Malachi basically depa- prepares to decapitate Penta with a shovel, and then the lights go out. Because AEW says, hey, every time someone shows up, turn the lights off. Let's come back on. It's Buddy Matthews. He acts like he's here to fight Malachi, then does the obvious turn and starts kicking the shit out of Penta and Pac. Um, Meanwhile, Brody King, for whatever reason, just says, fuck it, and starts beating security guards up outside while they they wreck Penta. Um, But Buddy Matthews is here. I enjoy Malachi. I like the house of black. I have some thoughts on Brody King. I'm not fully sold on him, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Jericho and Kingston have their face to face. Jericho talks about how Eddie's father was a failure and Eddie's uncle was a failure and Eddie can't win the big one and all the stuff. I didn't even know who the fuck you were. He mentioned Eddie Edwards. I don't know why recently AEW is just like, Hey, let's keep throwing Eddie Edwards name out there. Like they need ratings. They need people to watch their show. Their ratings are dropping. That's a fact. Uh, yeah. And then Eddie says, I don't want the mimosa match, Chris. I don't want the crash pad, Chris. I want Chris Jericho that your buddy uh, Paul or Levesque over in Connecticut hated. That's the guy I want to fight. Um, overall, it was a good one. Uh, HFO BS tornado trios match against Sammy Darby and sting. Uh uh, Starks defeats 10 and gets a spot in the ladder match. Thank God, because we needed someone a little smaller in the face of the uh, revolution ladder match. Young Bucks confront Red Dragon backstage, says, hey, we're going to win next week, and then we're going to fight you guys at the pay-per-view. Uh, Cole's pissed because his girlfriends can't get along. Like <laughs> Everything would be so much easier if my girlfriends could just hang out and be friends. I hate this fighting. Um the bunny loses to Jade Cargill. Jade then cuts a promo, says she's 28 and 0, soon to be 50 and 0. Who's next? How about who's left? Tay Conti shows up, says she's next, and she's going to whoop her ass, and then, like, stands 
nose to nipple with her. Jade kisses her on the forehead and beats the shit out of her. Anna Jay shows up to run Jade off of the chair, holding it like Hulk Hogan, which I have a problem with, but neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> got a Keith Lee interview. Starts tells Lee to stay in his lane, mind his P's and Q's, and he won't have any problems. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian, dying. Uh, Brian Danielson defeats Garcia. Beat the shit out of each other. It was a fun fucking match. JR hated it, but JR seemed to hate everything that night. Um, Brian gives Garcia some praise. So out comes 2.0 to jump him in a jealous rage because if they lose Garcia, they're no longer relevant. Uh, Mox comes out, beats up 2.0 by himself. Then Brian stops Garcia from hitting Mox with the chair. Mox gives Garcia the paradigm shift. And then he's like, hey, I'll give you what you want. We can swap blood at revolution. We'll, we'll be blood brothers. and Maybe only you'll bleed. I don't know. Uh, what are we swallowing from Dynamite? I'm not swallowing anything. I hate it. I I saw all the clips and I, you know, uh, every, you know, all the highlights. I, I, I think AW is garbage. I'm sorry. I, I don't swallow anything from AW. I fucking okay. swat that dick away and I go over there. <laughs> Katie. Um, the house of black stuff. I'm happy that buddy Matthews is there. I, I hate the whole lights out shit. I'm over that, but I like that buddy's there and he's with Malachi because the history with the two of them, because Vince apparently fucking forgot that happened, <sighs> whatever, but like everything with that and they're like building up that, that stable. I love that. And the match was great. I didn't expect them <laughs> to lose. So like that kind of threw me through a loop. Mm-hmm. But like I love Penta, I love Pack, like, and like this is giving them something to do until Ray's uh, healed because I don't know how long they said he would be out when he fucked up his arm because that shit was nasty. <clears throat> See, I don't mind. I don't mind Buddy being there because he's not going to be a guy that's going to be, you know, he's not CM Punk or Daniel Bryan or you know any of these guys that like Keith Lee where you see them in the main event like he's. He's mid card. Like he'll be that. Yeah. He'll Al, Malachi will go team with Brody King on occasion. Maybe they'll do tag titles, whatever. He's the leader of the group. If anything, hopefully he's the one that goes for the AEW title. And then yeah. you've got Buddy there in the mid card TNT title. He's going to put on some damn good matches. He'll have oh, some yeah. fun with those guys. So I, I'm all for that. Um, the, the problem, I'm sorry to cut you off. The problem with them signing another wrestler is they have. A two-hour show on Wednesday, a one-hour show on Friday, and a what? Oh, is it a one-hour show on Mondays on on YouTube? They don't have enough TV time for everyone mm-hmm. they're signing. They so they keep signing new people, and the guys that have been there since day one, like a Pac or a Miro, they get just keep getting bumped down and bumped down and bumped. And it's all of a sudden it's like, all right, Miro was your biggest fucking monster heel. Where's he? Oh, he's injured. out with injury, actually. Now he is, but where yeah. was he before that? He was he lost the TNT title, and you didn't you didn't see him. Uh, you know, he, well, so I, I so I was actually I was with you. I was like, where the fuck has Miro been? Because Miro, that whole thing he was doing, I absolutely fucking loved. And I looked it up. So apparently, when he lost the TNT title, he injured his hamstring, and he was supposed to take time off and rest. And then Mox left to go do his rehab shit. 
So they put him in with Daniel Bryan in that uh, qualifier match, and he injured it more in that match. So now he's off healing that hamstring injury that he got when he lost the TNT title. But I'm just using Mir as an example, though. There's, yeah, no, I know. There's, there's yeah. so many examples of, oh, we signed CM Punk. You're down the list. We signed Adam Cole. We signed Daniel Bryanson or Brian Danielson, whatever. You're down the list. You know, now we signed buddy murphy whatever the hell now somebody else is getting bumped down the list they just they don't have enough tv time to showcase all the wrestlers they have so every time they bring somebody in it's like uh, somebody in the locker room's going oh fuck i'm off the whiteboard now like okay i'll just <laughs> sit in the locker room hey and uh, go ahead katie i was gonna say so something i have noticed is like i looked it up the one day they have over a hundred men on their roster and about thirty-four women on their roster. That's asinine in itself. That's not really the point. A lot of this talent isn't being used, and a lot of them have been signed since the beginning, which means more than likely their contracts are about to be up. So you can be like, "Fuck this place, we're done. You're not using us. We'll go somewhere else." The majority of them are tag teams. TH two was a thing at one point. I'm They're, still pretty I don't sure. Know. I'm still pretty sure <laughs> Jack Evans, Jack is, in Evans is in a Mexican jail <laughs> fucking taking cock meat sandwiches. Like, 100% might, sure. You know, I haven't seen anything from Jack Evans since those tweets. I think he's still in a Mexican jail. And if that's the case, he's found his niche because it wasn't on my TV. So, <laughs> um, like, I, you know, I saw the match with Jay Cargo. I love Jay Cargo. I think she's phenomenally talented. But yeah. There's that clip of Aubrey Edwards, who I love. I think she's uh, very hot. But she goes one, two, and then she stops, waiting for Jade to kick out. Yeah. It's like, okay, you just, like, that completely ruined the match. It was a decent match. I saw the clip of it on on, on YouTube. It was a decent match, but there was like, you do that where your referee is fucking up the count so that you can kick out. Right there, it's just like, okay, why is this better than WWE? And, you know, why is that right there better than anything WWE is doing? And we'll get into uh, Rampage, because, <laughs> but it's like, okay, blatantly, you guys are fucking up bad. And we do talk about that. There, I That is my biggest issue with AEW, kind of like brand split with WWE. Like, there are other issues, but my biggest one is I don't know what the fucking rules are. And the refs don't seem to enforce them or know what they are. So they're just kind of every ref does whatever the fuck they want and however they want. And I believe that's one thing that WWE has kind of always told the refs is like, you just do your job and count the three. Even if you know someone's supposed to kick out. Did you guys freeze? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. It looked like you guys froze for a second. I'm, 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 I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> you still count the fucking three. Like if they don't kick out, they don't kick out. That's on them. And I agree. Like, Aubrey should not be pausing and waiting for Jade to kick out because it takes you out of the match. It takes you out of what you're watching and enjoying. And there's a lot of things like that, that AEW does that kind of takes you out of the program. Like yeah. it makes it kind of hard to enjoy. And then there are things that they do that I still do really enjoy. And I will give them credit for as many men and women as they have and who's out on injury and everything. I feel like they do try and keep a good mix of, 
Like you still see MJF, you still see Darby Allen, you still see Sammy Guevara, you still see, you know, a lot of the people that came in and were originally part of it on TV every week mixed in with this new batch. But I do agree they're either going to need to add another hour to fucking Rampage and make it two shows that are two hours long or do something because mm-hmm. there's still a shit, like you said, mostly tag teams, a shit ton of fucking people that aren't making TV every week unless you want to go watch YouTube, which you have, what, two hour-long shows on YouTube that I'm not going to go fucking watch? Like, Yeah, like there, I think they range from like an hour to two hours depending on the show because there's were, there were times where there's like 17 matches on a YouTube show. And, that, and not to mention, you know, they have so many tag teams. Like Butcher and the Blade is one of my favorite tag teams because Butcher is Andy Williams from Every Time I Die, and that's one of my favorite bands of all time. Unfortunately, they just broke up. Big ups. But it's like you're not using that tag team, so you put them in a fucking tag team battle royal because you don't know what to do with these people. It's like, okay, you know, you have all this talent. You're supposed to be the, the new brand that's, you know, making room for everybody. You know, everybody's got a spot, is it? But, okay, you have 50 whatever tag teams. Oh, fuck it. We don't know what to do with them. Just put them in a tag team battle royal. Yeah. I mean, it's the same with the – I like the concept of the casino battle royal, but Ruby Soho won that. And then what Ruby Soho sucks. I'm sorry. But and what is she doing? She's she's gonna leave. She's said she's unhappy. Andrade has said he's unhappy there. They're gonna leave because they bring him in. Big announcement. Tony Khan. Oh, we're bringing in this one. We're bringing in that one. And then they don't do anything with them and they fucking fuck off somewhere else. Sometimes grass is greener. Um, it's not always. It's not always. <coughs> I mean, I think they're doing better by Malachi Black than WWE was doing with Aleister Black on the main roster. So there are exceptions. I'm hoping against all hope that they do better for Keith Lee than WWE did with Keith Lee they over won't. there. I probably not, but I'm I'm gonna hold out hope. But you, so, you I'm sorry to cut you off. You saw did you see the interview with the, his friend? I can't remember his name. There was an interview with a friend of his. That said, and Booker T had said it months earlier when when uh, Keith Lee got it released, that Keith Lee is an issue in the locker room. He wants creative control. He's kind of a dick. Nobody really respected him. So he goes over to uh, AEW, and when he premiered, he was still having COVID issues, so he wasn't in full shape. So when he tried to do that power bomb, like he fucked it up, and then he did it again, and then he was at you know he was you know uh, gasping for breath. They brought him out too early. You know, you want to have Keith Lee. Fine, have Keith Lee. But they, I think they brought him out too early. He's going to be on AEW Dark in like a month. I hope not. And I hope he gets through the COVID issues. I See, I Booker T says a lot of shit, and I don't necessarily know if I trust a lot of the shit Booker T says. Right. So eh, we'll see. Um, I like the character of Keith Lee that we got in NXT. He didn't seem to be a problem in NXT. That is what I want to see going forward. That is someone I could see selling tickets and putting butts in seats. So if you can give me that and he can get through the COVID stuff and all of that and get back into full ring shape, I think we're going to get some great shit out of him. I hope he's not on dark. I really do. Um, The only spit I really have is that battle Royal. That battle Royal was awful. Yeah. Last bit is the uh, the Jade Cargo uh, pinning thing. That too, yeah. Uh, Katie, you got anything else? 
Um, no, I don't think. Overall, I'm just gonna gargle it. Well, you know what he's doing. Ryan's <laughs> spitting, you're gargling. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm probably gonna gargle as well. I don't know. So I, I really love the Kings of the Black Throne. There was something about Brody King in this match that just wasn't hitting for me. Like when you're a guy that looks like he looks, I want I want to see he looks like fucking tatted up John Bradshaw Layfield. Like I want to see you stiff and hit dudes. Like he's built like JBL. So I want to see yeah. you hit dudes like JBL. And he he's slow and he's kind of plotting, but he's not stiff. He's not making me believe he did kind of after the match, but in the match. He's not making me believe that he's hurting people. Like, yeah, I don't see him destroying people. Like, I want to see him destroying people. And Warren Hayes talked about that setup move with Pac, where he, you know, clothesline Pac off Penta's shoulders, and Penta did the poison Rana or got the poison Rana and all that, which is cool, but it looks very set up. Yeah. And that that is something that AEW does and WWE does from time to time, especially when it's an outside dive that really yeah. bothers me is yeah, okay, it was a cool move but it looked like you were setting up to do that spot. It didn't look smooth and devastating. Yeah. I needed to look devastating. Um, I got you. SmackDown or Rampage? Which one do you want to do first, Ryan? Uh, we can just let's go in order. SmackDown. All right. Uh, we kick it off with a Ronda promo. Uh, she wants to set an example for her kid like her mother did for her after becoming the first ever judo champion as a single mother. Uh, she says she had a broken hand and then she fixed it and then she broke this hand and since she had two broken hands she couldn't jack off her husband so he ended up getting her pregnant and then they had a baby and then she had to be off for that but four months later she's ready to go um charlotte comes out does charlotte things sonia attacks her from behind they kind of jump her so on and so forth Rhonda, you know gets one up blah 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 why is it doing that stop doing that thank you uh it just started recording me in my notes app and was like fucking up all my notes so uh new day defeats los lotharios probably should have lost that match biggie got an atv from kofi for his birthday so they're writing that around but Shotzi doesn't even get a fucking entrance Never hear right i saw that <laughs> uh sheamus makes idle threats to the new day after the match backstage and then they peel off on the atv uh the usos do an interview it's not just any contract signing. It's a unification of the titles contract signing. So it's a big deal. And then they call the Viking Raiders stinky. And then the Viking Raiders attack them because even though they smell bad, they didn't smell them before they got there. Zia Lee in her debut match defeats Natalia. According to Michael Cole, the first time she has ever wrestled on WWE TV because apparently for whatever reason, they just decide when NXT is important and when it's not and when it matters, even though fucking Dolph Ziggler was on NXT this week and on Raw and Ciampa and all. What the fuck ever? Um, they also chanted Hershey chocolate during the match. Yep. And then Pat McAfee yep. tried to cover it up because people in Pennsylvania are dicks, I guess. Uh, At least excuse Hershey. Me. Excuse me. That part excuse of me. Pennsylvania. That fucking side. Don't, don't be talking shit. Yeah. Don't talk shit about the West Coast of Pennsylvania. Talk shit about all of Pennsylvania or just Philly because the Philly sucks. Philly does suck. Uh, we got the Sami Zayn celebration. He's back to doing his conspiracy theory shit. Says the dreaded line, anything they throw at me, I can overcome it. 
So you know what that means. Uh, says he'll defend his belt against anyone, and out comes Johnny Knoxville, like I told you he would, because Sami Zayn is the Miz of SmackDown. Um, Johnny uses Sami's lack of balls against him, because, again, WWE just obsessed with balls this week. Um, that always works. Sammy pretends like he's going to let it go, but jumps Johnny instead. And we find out backstage because he said he'd defend his title against anyone that Ricochet wants a title shot and Ricochet gets the title shot next week as per Adam Pierce, uh, Sasha Banks defeats Shotzi who did not get a fucking entrance. They took away her tank and her entrance. And this is some bullshit. Um, after the match though, Naomi, who was on commentary gets in the ring and says, listen, you're looking at the next women's tag team champions. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather see Naomi and Sasha versus toxic attraction than I would versus Zelina and Carmella. But I mean, if it does something with those tag team titles, sure. I guess why not? But give Shotzi your entrance. Shotzi. Yes. Oh, I love Shotzi. She's my girl. I agree. Uh, Drew defeated Riddick Moss, who was or Madcap Moss. It was supposed to be Corbin. Corbin was stepping in and he's like, nah, you know what, bro? I, I don't really feel like fucking fighting Drew. So why don't, why don't you get, go ahead, do your thing. Uh, I fucking hate that story. And then in our main event, Roman and Brock contract signing Brock makes threats. Paul tries to steal credit for ending the streak as if he was the one that did it. Paul says Brock won't make it to mania because the match at Madison square garden. Uh, Roman wants to smash Brock says he is SmackDown, he is WWE, and he is WrestleMania, and everyone works for him, including the cameraman that films his sex scenes for his homemade pornos at home. <clears throat> um, and then Roman feeds security to Brock. He's like, security works for me too. And it's like, okay, like he gives a fuck. Like it's Brock yeah. Lesnar, and he just murders security as you leave and look dumbfounded. Uh, what are we swallowing from SmackDown? Zylie. Everything's Zylie. Zyli, because I have an Asian fetish, I have a huge Asian fetish. Um, but Zyli and Shotzi, obviously, right? We're gonna be good friends. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> you, might Shotzi, only, you might be the only person from Jersey I like. Uh, uh, thank you, I, I, Vinny too. I mean, Vinny, you know, like Vinny because he's just. I like haven't it. met Vinny yet. We so. just met today, so Vinny's my counterpart. Vinny's, you know, he's the yin to my yang. I mean. People like me and they don't like Vince sometimes, so you never know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, definitely Shotzi because I love her. Uh, Zaylee, obviously. Uh, I love the whole Brock. The, the reason they did that, I love the, you know, Roman's like, this cameraman works for me and these security guards, and then Brock just fucking kills them all. Like you're building the Brock character just so he can lose. Because um, he's going to. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, the Sammy thing, it was stupid. Everybody knew Johnny Knoxville was going to be the opponent, but Sammy just won the belt. He just signed a new contract. He's not going to lose the belt to Johnny Knoxville. He was happy in the company. He's happy with his contract. He's happy that he's in a storyline. So what's going to get him more publicity? Put him with the guy, the main star of the new movie that's coming out. So good for Sam, Sammy. Good for him getting him put in the spotlight he deserves it the guy's been there forever yeah i agree like i said he's he's like the miz of smackdown like they trust yeah. the miz with these celebrities to keep them safe and do these things you know we had the bad bunny thing now we've got this so 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm going to swallow Naomi and Sasha being a tag team for WrestleMania, hopefully. But I am not swallowing the fact that Shotzi got her her entrance taken away and then took the L pretty quickly in this match. Though Sasha did pull out some nice moves, so I, I'll give her that. What? I'm just sick of them doing this bullshit every few months. Oh my God, Sasha Banks is back. I'm kind of fucking over it now. I, like, instead of doing that grandiose entrance that she got, Shotzi could have got an entrance. True. And like, I, I like the Team Bad reunion. I love Team Bad. I fucking love Naomi. Everything she does, she is highly underrated in that company. <clears throat> That's another conversation for another day. But again, if it's going to take the titles off Carmella and Zelina, fine. Do something with these titles that someone like me, I've wanted women's tag team titles for so long. Utilize your women. Do something with them. And then it was a high point and then everything just fell off. And now Carmella and Zelina don't even wrestle anymore. Like they're just at the fucking broga bullshit party just sitting there. <clears throat> so... I'll, I'll swallow the fact that, like, Team Bad, minus Tamina, is reuniting, and we'll get that match. Maybe we won't get it at Mania. Maybe we'll get it before, but if we get it at Mania, cool. Because I kind of just want to see Sonya and Naomi in a cage match. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can really think of is if they do it beforehand, they probably have something big planned for Mania, like maybe Lita and Trish versus Sasha and Naomi. Yeah, but what do you gain from that? That's the problem. Like, that'd be a great match, but you're not going to have Lita and Trish win because what do you gain from that? But it, it's WrestleMania, so not, <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily about really gaining anything going forward. It kind of resets after WrestleMania anyway, so that that is going to be an attraction match. Lita and Trish back together as a tag team, just like, you know. Okay, but like Lita versus Bailey. Bailey's got to come ba back first. I I love I the new the when Bailey left her character the drunk ding dong Bailey I love <laughs> that I was never like a huge like I'm a hugger fan but as soon as she cut the hair and she went heel oh my god Bailey became one of my favorite female wrestlers like that I love that gimmick I got oh, watch she's incredible that with it yeah when she, at WrestleMania where she was backstage interviewing everybody drunk she was drunk don't tell me she wasn't <laughs> that was one of my my favorite so she was interviewing the fucking nwo just like okay how big is your dick and it's like oh i love, fucking love her i mean I can you said, blame but... her for being drunk though like that was a long ass day if i had to hang out with hulk hogan i need to be drunk i mean that fucking too and i'd ask him how big his dick was <laughs> i wouldn't get the you can see it there's a whole movie you can go watch it's on pornhub yeah, watch it. watch our last episode that you... i believe it's a prosthetic I, I fully believe it's a prosthetic. <laughs> I don't think it was real. You, you I, think he fucked her and then he put a prosthetic on and he's like, all right, camera's on. I better fucking put this shit on. I 100% think it was a strap on. Like, I think he just put it on and said, this is how big my dick is. Like, it's all show. He's all COVID. Or do it's you all think that was like Brutus doing it actually and he cut his hair and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I was, I'm his brother. And then I was like, <laughs> Brutus's fucking dick is that big? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if the I don't know if the beefcakes got uh, that 
You don't know. His day has been beefcake for 30 years. <laughs> There's got to be something Brutai, about it, right? The booty man. His booty man's fucking finishing move is the hiney. I just, I feel like if his dick was that big, it would have broken his fall and he wouldn't have fucked up his face in that windsurfing accident. And the windsurfing accident. Yeah. yeah. His fucking dick slapped him in the face when he was jogging. That's what happened. <laughs> he was fucking doing a jog and his fucking spandex broke and his dick slapped him in the face. He was like, oh yeah, a windsurfing accident. Same thing happened to Hogan. Fucking Brutus's dick hit him in the face. You guys all heard it here first. Brutus the Barber Beefcake is Hogan's cock double for his pornos. Front face log said it first. They did. Uh, are we swallowing anything else from SmackDown? Um, I mean, Roman and Brock, I guess. Because, I mean, yeah. like, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I talk uh, the, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, like, I'm not happy with like the fucking unification because, like, I don't care anymore. But I'm, I love like everything that Paul's been doing recently with it. And like, I have no issue with Roman and Brock because they're great. And the fact that Brock can actually like, talk on the mic and we didn't really know that for so long because he had paul and like you know this matt ponytail brock is my favorite iteration of brock lesnar it's everybody's i love i love this iteration of brock exactly i had the biggest hate for brock lesnar for ending the undertaker streak because the undertaker was my all-time favorite wrestler and i never wanted to see that happen and i absolutely like personal just petty bullshit vendetta against this man for a very long time and even i have come around to enjoy ponytail Brock. Mm-hmm. It's funny because Vinny, my co-host, hates The Undertaker, but he also, and I, I love The Undertaker, he's one of my top five heirs, but hated Brock for beating the streak, hated Brock in general, and he said to me many times, he's like, yes, Brock's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't top this Brock, he's having a good time. Pat McAfee's show when he's like, oh, what would happen if a fan jumped the race? He's like, I fucking dare him. And he fucking breaks the mic. Like, you can't top this Brock Lesnar. This is the best one ever. He's this is he's just having fun now. He's like, listen, I came back for all these like money matches and shit like the past few years. And he said, you know, I'm just gonna have fun now. Like he's he's a high five and fans and like the fuck is that? Like and this seems sincerely like there's so many few wrestlers that I'm sure Vince doesn't script. And obviously mm-hmm. it's Austin, it's a rock. It was Jericho when he was there, Cena when he comes out. And I think now they just went, Brock, just go out there and say whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. just just go be yourself. And Vince probably sits back there and goes, I love this. This is the best thing ever. Because he, he just goes out, he says whatever the fuck he wants. So I don't know why, but something in the way you delivered that, I'm looking at you and I just had an epiphany. Ryan, you are what would happen if ECW Paul Heyman and Triple H had a baby. I'd be handsome and then fat and bald. You kind of you kind of look a little bit in the face like Paul, but with the headset and the hat and everything, you also look like ECW Paul Heyman. I'm not going to you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take that and I'm going to take that. I'm going to run with it for the rest of my life. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. <laughs> um Anything else are we Good. We're gonna go because I mean, really, Spitz. Like, I don't give a fuck about Ronda, but it. Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss. I don't give yeah. two flying fucks about Ronda Rousey. I, you know, it's funny. I said this uh, on our live stream. 
my mom knows wrestling just because you know the 80s and 90s we would watch the pay-per-views and everything she has, so she knows macho man hogan and undertaker yeah. and all that and uh one day i was i was watching i you know we were doing something and i i put on smackdown and it was a it was the match where uh, it was the promo where uh charlotte was saying something ronda came out and challenged her for the belt and my mom knows who ronda rousey is obviously and she goes oh ronda rousey and then she, then charlotte comes out and she goes and it, on our show, we make fun of Charlotte Flair for looking like a horse all the time. And uh, so Charlotte comes out, and my mom goes, who's that? I go, that's uh, Ric Flair's daughter. He goes, oh, she's like, oh, yeah, Ric Flair, I know. I know Ric Flair. And she goes, the fuck happened to her face? And I go, oh, my God, you have just, you were always my favorite person. You have just skyrocketed all the way up because you just said, what the fuck is wrong with Charlotte's face? And it's that's, that's what we've been saying for like a year and a half. So damn, yeah. Katie, how do you, Katie, how do you feel about Charlotte? I fucking hate Charlotte too. Like, here's the thing: I get Ronda won the fucking Rumble, which that's some bullshit too. That's neither here nor there. I get it. Star power. Fuck you, WWE. I don't care. The fact that that's the main event for night one, I don't fucking care. Like, no, I don't give a flying fuck about that match. I hate Charlotte. I hate Ronda. I don't care who wins the belt. If Ronda wins, cool. She'll defend it three times and then lose it, cry about it, and then fucking leave again. Like, I don't care anymore. I don't fucking care. And Charlotte has enough fucking belts, and I'm sick of her on the goddamn title. Fuck. There you go. We both did the exact same motion. (laughs) Uh, so, spitting around in Charlotte, spitting Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin, spitting yeah. oh. Shotzi, not having an entrance. Yes. Overall, SmackDown, spit or swallow. See, I just went on that huge ass rant. <laughs> Take it on the face. Um. Well, no, I have to swallow because I leave. Okay. That's fair. Sometimes when you take it in the face, some stuff gets in your mouth. So listen, I know for a fact that if Katie hadn't had to work today and it wasn't, would you say a four hour drive? It's like the four ish hours. Yeah. She would have muddled her way through being in Hershey, Pennsylvania, just for the chance to get kicked in the face by Zia Lee, the way that Natalia did. So, so it's all I, I, I would have too. I would have fucking let her kick me in the face and shit on my fucking chest. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far personally. Oh, I'm but... sorry. I thought we were on Pornhub. Isn't there shit fi- fucking videos on here? We we do not kink shame. Uh, we do not oh, kink shame here. I, I'm not saying I'm into it. I'm just I saying personally, she, I'm not into that. I'm not saying I'm into it. I'm not saying I I'm you know, it's my kink. I'm just saying if Zaylee kicked me in the face and she goes, I shit on your chest now, I'd be like, okay, just there it is. There's my chest. Would you have bought Shotzi's poop when she was selling it? Yeah. <laughs> it it might be a kink thing then. It might it might be a fetish. It's fucking Shotzi. Give me a break. I understand. I no, I, I'm yeah, with you. You know. All right. <clears throat> oh, you're joking me. Ladies and gentlemen, finally the rack has come back, baby, to cover the very last episode just for Ryan because we talked about it and he wanted to know. Who the fuck the rack was? Well, the rack is a gender fluid trisexual because I will try anything twice, ladies and gentlemen. So let's talk about AEW Rampage. Uh, we kick it off with the Spanish sex god, Sammy Guevara, defeating Andrade for the TNT title. Why the fuck he won? 
Who knows? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, HFO, useless motherfuckers. They attack Sammy after the match. Then comes out Darby and Sting. Darby wrestles like he is fucking half dead already. He is discount Jeff Hardy. We cannot stand him. Sting, surprisingly still relevant. Good for him. Glad he has the tag team. Uh, QT Marshall. Again, nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck about QT Marshall. QT Marshall wears bowling shirts. Like, he comes out and cries about Hook. Hook got woke up from his nap. Came out, beat up a couple nobodies. Went back, got a bottle, took a nap. Good for him. Uh, Dan Lambert. Again, what... Uh, why? Why is Dan Lambert on our TV? Why are the men of the year on our TV? Why are they complaining about TNT title matches that nobody wants to see? Nobody cares. Move on. Uh, Wardlow defeats Nick Camarado. Then Sean Spears lies and says nobody wants to see that big, beautiful, sexy, burly man just powerbomb the fuck out of people left and right. Like, that is not true, ladies and gentlemen. We want to see Wardlow balls deep, chin chin and belly button power bombing people five six seven times give us all the power bombs sean spears you are the one we do not want to see we don't give a fuck about you and your chair we we care more about your wife than anyone else and she's over on impact uh so please go away uh serena deeb uh beats the kiss cam girl from smackdown apparently uh it was the same girl that uh los lotharios assaulted with their lips on the kiss cam uh still waiting for those two to make out that's gotta happen Britt and Thunder Rosa contract signing because we didn't have one contract signing tonight. We had two. And they basically went the exact same fucking way because what else do you do with the contract signing? Sign a contract and then you fight. Out comes Mercedes Martinez, who looks like she's proficient with a strap on, and she strapped Jamie Hayter right through that table. Um, OC in the main event defeats Anthony Bowens uh, in the face of the Revolution ladder match spot. Uh, OC with the whitest ever Word to your mother that I have ever heard in my life. Uh, and then Dan Housen on the outside doing the weird thing where he like curses people. I don't I don't understand it, but okay. He does this and then OC gets the win. Overall, AW Rampage, spit or swallow. Spit the whole thing out of my mouth. You got an overall, Katie? I, I'm not doing it like Matt Ritter. Fuck that guy. Nobody cares about how he does things. All right, all right, relax. Um, I'm basically spitting everything except Wardlow and Thunder Rosa. I would swallow Thunder Wardlow. I, if I could swallow them at the same time, I would. So here's what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, um, the whole fucking show was uh, not good. Um, so you got uh, OC coming out there and doing the fucking word to your mother. No, it's not good. You don't do that. I'm the only fucking rapper. Uh, he comes out there. Oh, why is Orange Cassidy a fucking thing? I don't get this. Is my bad Macho Man. Fucking Vinny does a way better Macho Man than I do. I can do a Dusty. I can do a Dusty though. You want me to do a Dusty? I do a Dusty. Uh, so uh, Orange Cassidy comes out there and uh, he uh, he uh, he uh, he uh, takes his shirt off and he uh, he 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 t- picks up the mic and he uh, 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 spits his uh, his his rap out there. And then uh, uh, Douchehausen comes out and he puts his little uh, curse on everybody. And everybody goes, oh, the curse worked. Mm, no, it was fucking garbage. I'm sorry. I had to break out. I can't do the impressions like Vinny do. I try to do it like Vinny does, but I can't. And that was a really good fucking thing that you just did. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Danhausen, fuck him. Second of all, 
you're AEW's not sports entertainment, but he comes out, he puts a curse on wh- whoever the fuck Orange Cassidy was fighting, and the, they the announcers go, they put a curse on him, and it worked, and he fucking won. Like, give me a fucking break. You're gonna tell me that's better than what WWE is doing right now? I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I, I talked about this last week, and Katie wasn't here, but I, I know she listened. So, I said what I want to see is have Dan Housen curse people. So that when OC does his lazy shit, it affects them like if he was really kicking them. As a comedy spot, I think that would be really entertaining. But that's sports entertainment. It is. Which, it is. Which is what AEW says they don't do. I think that would be entertainment, and I'd watch that, but that's what AEW says they don't do. Well, okay, but the what... AW said a lot of shit that they're gonna do, and they haven't. Yeah. So I don't trust a damn thing they say. So if that, that wants, if that wants to be done, I say do it. That was Cody's AEW, and when he realized that fucking Tony Khan sits up at night and watches WWE while doing lines of coke and figures out how he wants to book a show, Cody said, "Fuck it," and left. Like, well, fucking Tony Khan's gonna have be in a fucking for a rude awakening when the fucking Jaguars stop winning games and his father doesn't have that fucking money he has to sell the fucking franchise. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Daddy, I need more money. It's like, we don't have the fucking Jaguars anymore. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, oh, shit. Um, everybody's fired. Fuck AEW. I'm sorry. I, I hate AEW. I, I've tried. I've tried. Fuck AEW. See, that's fair. And that's why I love getting everyone on. Because like, I'll get people on who don't watch NXT 2.0. And I fucking love that NXT 2.0. I, I think it's too. fantastic. I, I talk to people who fucking hate it, don't see a point in it, don't even want to watch it. I have people who absolutely cannot stand AEW. We have Young Kings Wrestling, who we work with all the time, who have now officially just dropped AEW. They don't talk about them. They don't give a fuck about them anymore. They're completely done with AEW. So I, that's why I like working with the IWC in this huge community because everyone likes different shit. Now, me and Katie, we kind of fall in the middle. There's a lot of WWE we like, and there's a lot of AEW we like, and it all kind of depends on the week what we like more. So that's why it's always fun to have like you on who can't stand AEW and really likes WWE, and then maybe in a week or two I'll have someone on who's like fuck WWE, AEW all day long. You, you, you get the nice mix. So I'm gonna say this as Ryan from the Front Face Lock. This I'm not speaking for Smacking It Raw. This is Ryan from Front Face Lock saying this: fuck the IWC. Oh, no, you can say that for us. Okay. (laughs) All, I've said this a million times, all sports fans, and I'm including myself in this, and my co-host Vinny, all sports fans, mostly wrestling fans, fucking suck. They're the fucking worst people ever. Fuck the IWC. Fuck the wrestling community. Ryan from Front Face Lock saying this. I'm not speaking for you guys. You guys are the fucking, not you two. You guys are the fucking worst. Every time something happens you don't like, I'm going to fucking say it on Twitter. Oh, Cesaro. I've never been a fan of Cesaro. And he gets fucking, he leaves his contract. He goes to Impact. I've always fucking loved Cesaro. WWE, you didn't fucking use him. Fuck you. You didn't fucking like Keith Lee when he was not in fucking NXT. He, he came up for five matches in WWE, and you're like, you didn't use him right. Now he's in AEW for a week 
now he hasn't been used since then. And he's going to be in a fucking AW dark in a, a month. And they're going to go, oh, we didn't use him. And they're like, no, oh, Boo Keith Lee's not what I expected. They're the fucking worst people ever. And I don't care how much heat I get because we don't care. We're a fucking heel podcast. I don't give a shit. They're the fucking worst. All wrestling fans, including myself, are the worst. And see, that's one thing I love about you is normally when I hear someone announce themselves as a heel or anything, I'm like, oh, fuck that guy. But like I said, I've listened to your show. You guys are entertaining as fuck and fun as fuck, which is why I had you on when you were like, yeah, I want to do more podcasts. I'm like, all right, absolutely have this guy on. Uh, And Vinny's welcome anytime, too, though, uh, when you said he doesn't like The Undertaker, uh, him and I might have some issues. So I don't we'll see. Um, You're always welcome on our show. We do a ton of live streams. I would love to have you on one of our live streams. It's just League of Extraordinary Idiots, we call it. And we just drink and just, oh, let's talk about this. And then four and a half hours later, we're like, and I don't like this. And it's like, wow, this is way off topic. (laughs) Did you have anything specifically from Rampage you wanted to spit and or swallow, Katie? Um. I'm literally only swallowing Wardlow and Thunder Rosa. Okay. Like everything else was just, I don't I don't fucking care. Hook's annoying, like you said. I'm sorry, like the rag said. Uh, he just woke up from his nap, which it literally looks like he does every single time. That kid is sleepy as fuck always. Like shit, I wish I got that much sleep. That kid's probably sleeping 18 hours a day. <laughs> What's that like? Hook sucked. His, his father sucked. He sucks. I'm sorry. No, we, I, yeah, we can't stand him. Uh, uh, he's fucking terrible. His father sucked too. <laughs> Ryan, what was your favorite show this week that you watched? Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, honestly, I'm going to say SmackDown. Katie? NXT. Yep. I'm with Katie on that one. If I watched NXT from what you guys talked it's about, it's fair. In the- I would say it's it's hard when you don't watch the show. Like I've come on here a few times and haven't watched the show. I'm like, fuck. Well, like that's difficult. Because I like NXT 2.0. I'm sorry. Like, you know, I know you guys said you like it too. They're building new characters. It's a developmental territory, as everybody says. And I've gotten into it with uh, Dom from Top Rope Wrestling a a lot. He goes, oh, well, NXT is not WWE. No, it is WWE. It's developmental territory. I'm sorry. Like, they're you know, I love black and gold NXT, but they're mm-hmm. they're building new, you know, they brought pretty much almost everybody up. Pete Tunnel will be up there at some point, but mm-hmm. they're building new characters and you got to give it time <laughs> to develop. And as I've said, the fact that they're more WWE now than they were before when it was black and gold means you have a better chance of seeing these characters carry over because you've already got Vince's fingerprints on them in the beginning he doesn't need to remake them in his own image because they're already in his fucking image exactly all right uh so best show of the week nxt 2.0 ryan i had a blast you were nowhere near as offensive as you made yourself out to be and i honestly either way i would have fun i was being calm because i was expecting a lot worse Oh, I can be a lot worse. If you listen to our show, I can be a lot worse. I, you know, I respect you guys. And I love your show and I listen to it all the time as much as I can. Um, but, you know, I'm less offensive when I don't have Vinny with me. <laughs> I should say that because Vinny and I bring out the worst and slash best of each other. So, 
if you like i said i always we, we do live streams it's open to everybody and i'd love to have you guys on if you guys could come on with me and Vinny, um and, you know again we could just do a private live stream with all the four of us it, it, it will be twice as offensive um do not tell Vinny about the rack because i don't know if he's gonna listen to this or not but if he doesn't i can surprise him with the rack surprising with the rack i won't tell him about it um he does the best macho man and dusty impressions i do an ultimate warrior one but it's like i have to be doing it off of Vinny's macho man um but Vinny and you doing a dusty back and forth and or him doing a, his macho man which like maddie daddy who i love from uh, uh you know he does a great macho man and he said he's like but Vinny does a good one um Kiwi, we we interviewed Kiwi, and he does a good macho man he's like that's a good fucking macho man impression mm -hmm. so i would love to hear like Vinny, you know Vinny's <laughs> Vinny doesn't like doing these things because Vinny will i like to rant but Vinny likes to rant mm -hmm. i will go on for 10 minutes he will go on for an hour so yeah. uh I, I usually do these, but I would, you know, I'd love to have you guys on our show as well. You know, uh, Absolutely. especially when we do our live streams with our league of extraordinary idiots and uh, you know, you definitely be part of it. I appreciate you guys having me on. I love, I love the fact that you uh, reached out to me and you know, it's fucking awesome. Well, why don't you tell everyone where they can find front face lock, the league of extraordinary idiots, your live streams, all your info. Uh, well, you can find us on Twitter at front face lock. Uh, Instagram and Facebook at Front Face Like Podcast. You can find me at Obsolete Mule 256 or my co host Vinny at Vin Front Face L O K on Twitter. Um, you can buy our merchandise on Zazzle.com slash store slash Front Face Lock and Anchor.fm slash Front Face Like Podcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. And uh, smacking it raw. Like, you know, I'm, I'm on Pornhub for the first time, uh, not as a consumer. So, uh, Katie? You just dropped a new episode of the She Leads Showcase. Did. Um, all right, hold on. <coughs> I'm still kind of sick. So it progressively got worse throughout the show. I was gonna say you're hmm. like you're like Keith Lee with the lingering COVID stuff. Uh, you know what? Fuck you. I hate it. <laughs> it's not fun. I hate gotta, it so much. You gotta you gotta you gotta spit more. <clears throat> she didn't like that one. She didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, She's like, oh fuck you. I've done enough shows with Matt where I can kind of no sell shit now. So I'm, I said I'm kind new of here. I'm new here. Give me a break. Okay. You're a, you're a nice guy. You're, you're fun. So I'm a nice guy. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh -oh. All right. All right. Don't get too cocky. She leaves showcase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me, give me a couple of weeks. Give me a couple of weeks on your show and you'll be like, oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> Uh, follow me on Twitter at katierasen13 link dream my bio thank you to all things she Elite showcase twitch.tv slash she Elite showcase our youtube channel anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast like matt said just dropped a new she Elite, um today well friday whenever the fuck this goes up um latest inside the mind of with queen pr from those wrestling girls who i love she's basically like my like my spirit sister at this point we've talked twice and she's one of my favorite people ever so check that out. Um, Savannah has stuff for the New Japan Takeover coming out this week. I have no idea when the fuck my in the crowd thing is going to happen because schedules don't work. So that'll uh, 
eventually this year it'll happen but oh uh, yeah i have a bunch of shit on the channel so go check it out and you guys know you can follow me at Matt Ritter, that m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on twitter also twitter and instagram we have smacking a raw pod go check that out i run the twitter vince runs the instagram uh creation world is the banner under which the smacking a raw pod exists so go check out creationworld.com facebook.com slash creation world twitter and instagram the creation world t-h-e-c-r-e-a-t-i-a world and then we also have the facebook.com slash smacking it raw facebook group or facebook.com slash group slash smacking raw you guys can go check us out there uh very laid back chill low-key easygoing facebook group not a lot of bullshit there um again ryan it was a blast i appreciate it thanks for coming on man katie Thank you again for being here when Vince doesn't show up. Uh, you are, I, I'm going to talk to Travis and get you on the website. You're basically part of the show now. Like might as well. Um, I mean, the last five, the, the first five episodes I watched you guys had Katie on. So, <laughs> I mean, I thought she was part of the show just because of the episodes I watched. So yeah, I'm actually not <laughs> ironically enough. And next week, ladies and gentlemen, I will not be here. So this will be the first ever episode of Smackin' Raw hosted by Vince, where neither I or, as far as I know, Travis will be on the show. So we'll see how that fucking goes. <laughs> um, no, Vince will do a great job. So look for that. Katie might be there. Katie might not. We'll see if uh, Vince is petty. He's petty. I won't be on. All right. For Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Leaf Showcase and Ryan from the Face Lock Podcast. I am the Warden Matt Ritter. This has been Smacking It Raw, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. See you.